Welcome to Inspire on the Go. This season, we are featuring stories of transformation. Each person has a story, and we want to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of others. As you listen to today's episode, I encourage you to think about your story. How is God working in your life? I promise you, He is on the move. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy this episode of Inspire on the Go. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I am so excited to continue our series on stories of transformation. Just a reminder that you have a story and that God is in the middle of it, that he sees you, he loves you, he cares for you, and that not one thing going on in your life is a surprise to him. And today we're really going to talk about that. We have Shannon Calhoun uh, joining us on the podcast. Many of you are familiar with Shannon. She's in leadership here in Arkansas. She works at Rock Creek. She's going to tell us all about her, but she has a wonderful powerful story recently of God's just showing up and working in her life and the life of her family. So Shannon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Andrea. I'm so glad that we're finally getting to do this. Oh my goodness. How many (laughs) times have we scheduled this? I don't know. Um, A lot. (laughs) A A lot lot of times. times. But you know, (laughs) in God's perfect time, things always happen. You have had a lot going on, sister. I have. I have. Things are calming at this point, I think. So that's great. I'll take it. (laughs) Thank the Lord. Yes. Well, okay. Before we jump into all the things, because we really want to dig into what's happened over the last year, what you've learned through that, how the body of Christ has come around you, how your family is doing. Let's just kind of go back and let's just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and your family, where you live, where you serve, just all things Shannon. Okay, awesome. Well, I am a wife to Andy. We've been married for 24 years. I'm a mom to Lexi and Jolie, and I am honey to Oakley. Oh, we I live- love that. <laughs> honey. Yes, most most importantly, I'm honey to Oakley. Um, we live in Benton, and I am on staff at the church at Rock Creek. I've been there for almost nine years. Great. And tell us uh, how yes. your p- ministry position there. I'm women's ministry director. I love that. We are so excited as churches continue <laughs> to bring staff on for this very valuable position. Uh, and we have so many people who listen to our podcast who are called to ministry, coming up in education, theological education, going to step into ministry. And so you are really just a wonderful example of how God opens doors, how he allows us to serve in ministries of influence, and you do it so well. And so we want to highlight that and thank the Lord for the way he's worked in your life that way. Well, I'm so thankful that you and I met. I still remember that lunch and I'm so very thankful for you. So (laughs) yes, we were right here in Little Rock, Arkansas, and we met at Panera and, you know, I don't even remember how we got connected, but immediately I was like, Shannon, we have to meet in person. And we just, (laughs) I think we embraced before we even knew each other. And it was like, we are so. so glad to be able to do this together. And immediately you came on board with all the things that we're doing here across the state of Arkansas when it comes to ministry to women. You serve as one of our network leaders and really your boots on the ground here in Arkansas. So we are so thankful for you. Well, I I love it. It's, it's been awesome. And you have been such a tremendous help. I love that. I love how God connects hearts for, for his glory and for our encouragement. All right, Shannon, take us back to when you met Jesus. Tell us maybe a little bit about your childhood growing up, Uh, just some details to help us get to get to know you. Sure. So Here's a little bit of my backstory. Um, First of all, I was an adult when I became a Christian. Um, I did not grow up in church. I went to church some with um, 
both of my grandmothers. Um, I went some to a Baptist church. I went some to an assembly of God. I went to a church of Christ, but I never really, I don't remember really going to Sunday school or doing children's activities other than I had a really good friend in elementary school who, um, would invite me to church some and I would go to her with her, but church was really intimidating to me. Even then, um, it was just intimidating. So as I grew up, I spent so many years just trying to figure out who I was. Um, I grew up actually living with my grandmother. I went to live with her when I was nine months old and she was wonderful, but I had some really, um, deep issues, I guess you'd say, with my parents as I grew up. Both of my parents were around, but they just never really grew up. Um, they they just kind of lived their lives. They, they just didn't know any better. They just didn't. So I spent time with both my grandmothers, <clears throat> um, but I really had these hurts and this anger, and it took me years to realize that it was there. Um, as I continued to get older, I knew that I wanted and I needed Jesus, but I just, I couldn't put it all together. I didn't have a good understanding. Um, so fast forward to 18, 19 years old, I meet this cool guy, um, this exciting guy, you know how yes, we girls are. Yes, yes. Um, so <laughs> I end more. up marrying, <laughs> I end up marrying him. Um, one thing I loved about him was his family. They love Jesus. I saw it in them and I just knew that I wanted that too. So there again was this little piece, you know, that I wanted to grab a hold of. Um, so fast forward a little more, we're married, we have our first baby. And soon after that, I realized my husband had a really serious drug problem. Um, you put that along with this hurt and baggage that I already had. And without the Lord, that was not going to result in anything good. So we then have another daughter. And it was when she was just an infant that I remember holding her in my arms one night. I remember sitting on the floor, holding her, praying, crying. Um, I told Jesus I couldn't do it anymore on my own. My life was a complete mess. Um, and, and the thing is I had, I was that person that prayed this prayer over and over and over again, but this time I meant it. I understood what I had been praying so many times and I actually believed what I was praying. I believed that he, um, Jolie was an infant. So I was gosh, 22, 23. Great. And so, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You yes. said, I believe. No. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely, I believed at that time. I had prayed, and I, I understand when people say, you know, I prayed and I prayed, and I, I did that. I was that girl. I, I just, I didn't believe it. And, and let me say this also. Um, I had family who would have loved for me to talk to them about Jesus. They would have loved it. My uncle's a pastor, but at this point in my life, I felt like I had already made so many mistakes and I was embarrassed. And this is so silly, but the enemy is so scheming. It's like he 
it was just accusing me constantly. You're too old. You should have already done this. What's wrong with you? Everybody's going to look at you and wonder why, you know, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you do this? Um, it was crazy. So also during the same time, um, there were two women that I worked with and they just took me under their wings and I thought they were really weird. They were so (laughs) sweet. They were these women that, um, they prayed all the time. Like you mentioned, you mentioned something to them and they stopped right then and prayed for you. And no one had ever been like that in my life. Um, you talk, you just have a general conversation about anything and they brought God into it constantly. Um, and I, I thought they were completely weird. I really did. That's sad, but I thought they were weird. So one of them ends up inviting us to go to church. Um, we went. I was very hesitant for some reasons that I won't go into right now, but um, we went and we loved it. And we've been at that same church since. That was actually Rock Creek. Um, and those friends, I, they are absolutely not weird. Um, they are genuinely kind and they were just loving me like Jesus. And I had never experienced that before. And I guess they were so weird to me because they actually lived their lives opposite of the world. What a beautiful picture of just the pursuit of Christ, if, even in them, to say, I see you, I love you, I want to be a part of your story, come and and be a part of what God's doing in my life and see how God can be a part in changing your life. That's so, it is weird yes. and it is counterculture, <laughs> but it's so re- refreshing. Yeah, yeah. So we are now at Rock Creek. Um, well, we, we were when we started then, and I met a forever friend there who just continued walking beside me um, through Bible studies and just life. She is wise. She is very honest. Um, And also, I found out she was a little too discerning, um, as I would come to think, as she helped me grow up. Um, She would just call me out. And, I mean, she loved me. She was so good and so normal and so wise, but she would absolutely call me out. And, and she's still that person in my life. She's still helping me grow up. So uh, I love that. And my husband, he's battled addiction for years. He is sober now. Um, and God has used this entire experience to humble me, to help me find out who I am. Uh, it's, it's really cool to look in the rearview mirror and see all these people that he placed in my life to bring me to him. And as I said earlier, I, I did have my own issues from childhood. And in reality, I became just as sick as Andy was in his addiction because I constantly wanted to cover things up. I didn't want anybody to know. Um, I wanted to that mask on that everything was great everything was going well, but you know, nothing was going on. And I got really comfortable being bitter and angry. We spent a lot of years in counseling. And let me tell you, my pastor wins the award for the most patience and the most grace for sure. (laughs) So um, I would not be who I am. Andy would not be who he is. And my girls would not be who they are without all of these experiences. 
I love yeah. what you said about the rearview mirror, how we can look back and we can see the faithfulness of God, the hand of God. And oftentimes I think whenever we're thinking about, okay, what is our story? What, you know, what has God done? What is God doing? What will he continue to do? That's a great way to do that. The rearview mirror can be so helpful as long as we're not looking back to go back. We're looking back to go ahead, to step yes. out into faith. And so that's so beautiful. I'm so glad you brought that up because a lot of times we just, you know, we're trying to get our bearings in our spiritual walk. And of, of course, the word of God and and um, the family of God are so important in that. But our experiences play a role too. Yeah. You know, the, the stories that we have and I'm so proud of you, Shannon, because you've done the work. You have, you've dug in, you know the Lord, you walk with the Lord, you lead others as they walk with the Lord, and the Word of God is central in your life. And so I just love your story, and I, it is so exciting to me. And I know that the passion you have for women in terms of ministry uh, to them and coming alongside of them, it's, it's grounded in the fact that you've walked this journey. You've lived yeah. out these truths for yourself. You know Jesus is your redeemer. You know that he is your savior, uh, that he has set you free. And that comes through. So I am so thankful for that. Well, and that rearview mirror that you have to keep the rearview mirror because if you don't look back and remember, you know, it, it's encouraging to see what God's already done. You know, if he's done it all those times before, look where you came from. Just think what's ahead. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I want us to fast forward uh, to a recent challenging experience in your life, yes. in your family, in your <laughs> ministry, because I think many, many people are going to need to hear this message of hope and just the family of God coming around you. But tell us about, yeah. you know, what's recently gone on with you and Andy, your family. Okay. So, uh, over Christmas, Andy got really sick. Um, he actually thought he had one thing and was treating himself for it. Um, but he got better for a little bit. Then he got really bad. We went to one of those urgent care, um, places the day after Christmas and he was tested and had COVID. His pulse ox was really low, and they told us we needed to go straight to the ER. Well, silly, naive me thinks, oh, your pulse ox is low. You need oxygen. We're going to swing by the hospital. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have oxygen. We're going to go home. Um, so we went to the ER. Um, they admitted him. He was admitted early in the hours of December 27th, and he ended up being intubated early Friday morning, December 31st, he remained on a ventilator for 39 days. Wow. But, but Andrea, I cannot explain the way, the peace that I had and I knew he was going to be okay. I have never been more sure of anything in my life. Um, God was all in this, obviously. Uh, and I have lived in fear of so many things in my life. But for this time, I can honestly say I wasn't afraid. I was the weirdo now in this situation. Um, I really was. Um, but my eyes were so open to the fact that we are in a battle. There's a battle going around, around all of us all the time. And I don't want to be asleep to that any longer. I also realized how shallow my prayers had been. I had so much time, you know, Andy was there on a ventilator, but I, I was alone 
in an ICU room and I had so much time just with the Lord. Um, I pictured this while I was there and I say it, my kids say, I, they would tell you I say it too much, but um, I say now, I don't want to throw confetti on the devil's parade. Mm. It's like everything mm. I go through in life, every word I say, every action is going to put energy on one side or the other. And, and I'm choosing to throw confetti on the Jesus party. Yeah. I'm not going to throw confetti on the devil's parade on his party. Um, I chose to believe God absolutely no matter what. And I knew there'd be victory. <clears throat> I prayed so much every day for the ICU nurses, for the doctors. Um, at one point, um, someone in the medical team came in the room and said something. They were talking about something. They said, well, I don't think we're going to see anything miraculous today. And it's like every time something would, would be said, I would flip it. And I would go, no, in my head, nope, you are going to see the miraculous today. Like, I just did not allow myself to go anywhere differently. So I would pray, let her see the miraculous. Let him see the miraculous. Um, the staff there, they were so kind, but they needed to see something good. They just needed it. Um, so I had seven women interesting that there were seven of them, but they went to battle every day. I, I knew several times in a day in prayer for us. Um, again, I'd never experienced something like this before. A couple of them were really close friends, but some of them were friends that one of them, I'm not sure when the last time I talked to her was, um, but she reached out to me, just, just this group of friends. Most of them did not know each other at all, but you could see the same things in their prayers. They would send me songs to listen to, things to just speak out loud in the room. And God was just all in it. And, and these ladies, again, they, they were from all different places, all different churches. But it's like they were joining with me and we were all celebrating <clears throat> something that we couldn't see yet. But all of us were convinced of. It, it was just, it was like nothing I'd ever been through before. Wow. Um, that's so powerful. Yeah, it was, it is, it is. Um, and so obviously Andy is doing great now. He's been at work, back at work for three weeks. Um, it, it's just been this crazy, crazy journey. Um, yeah. So I just think about the, the beauty of the body of Christ, you know, and how, mm -hmm. God assembled a group of women to stand with you in faith and to pray and to trust and to believe. And I'm sure you had moments when you would, you know, really need to hear from them. You would need to hear mm -hmm. that encouragement. You would need to know that they were standing in the gap. And uh, that's just so beautiful that we can walk through life together. So I I'm so excited to see what God's doing with your family. I know that it probably impacted uh, Andy, your life, your girl's mm -hmm. life in, in such yes. powerful ways that there's kind of almost a before and after, you know, and that's, yes. that's the beauty that comes out of the difficulty, out of the trial, out of the unknown seasons is that our faith is refined. Mm -hmm. And I've made probably forever friends from that ICU. Uh, one girl we talk very often since then. God just orchestrated so many different things there just amazing. Uh, that is, you know, you talk about eyes of faith. 
uh, to, to flip that script and to flip that around and mm-hmm. to say, Lord, show us who you are in the midst of that. So yes. my question for you with that thought in mind is how do you see God working in your life right now? Kind of post oh that, you know, difficulty and, and all of the just honestly, just the exhaustion of walking through something yeah. like that. You're on the other side of it. How do you see God working now? Well, okay. So, um, I can't explain, this sounds really odd, but I don't know, about a year ago, I realized that I, I had prayed several times, God be real to me. And I, I'm like, why am I praying that? I know God is real. Like, why am I praying that? But going through this and just all the little things that can only be answered, like uh, it could only be him. It could only be the Lord. I'm picking up. I did through that whole experience in the ICU. And when we left there, just little, little traces of God weaving things in and out that I, I pick up on these things constantly. We, we recently um, had a conference at Rock Creek and I met this new friend through the conference, her church served. And um, afterwards we decided we were going to celebrate everything that happened at the conference because those things go so quickly and you miss so much. So we got volunteers together and we met and we talked and we heard so many little stories of God just showing up individually for so many different women. And when I prayed, God, I need you to be real to me. I I just think now I have better eyes to see and pick up on. He is real to each one of us in the specific ways that each one of us needs him to be all of the time. If we stop and we see it. That's so good. And that might be a prayer for our listeners for you to take from this podcast. God, show me who you are. Be real in the midst of this situation. Be real in the midst of this circumstance. And then have those eyes of faith that Shannon's talking about. Look for for him. Look for his work. Look for his word. Look for his promises. Look for his, you know, his presence in your life. And as you do, your faith will develop and grow. And and we'll see things that maybe we would have missed just because of the busyness, just because of Mm -hmm. the kind of that like routine faith that sometimes we can slip into where we're just doing all the things. And so that is, that's so practical. That's such a practical prayer that'll really just, it'll honestly just flood um, the gates of heaven, but also we'll begin to see with spiritual eyes how God is present. He is active. So that's yeah. that's a great challenge for us. All right, Shannon, we've got one last question and we're going to wrap it okay. up. And we end all of our podcasts with this question. And it is so fun to see all the different answers. And it's really um, beautiful to see how God has made us differently. And it comes out in this question. Tell us about you and what inspires you in life, ministry, and faith. Okay, so I'm just a a girl that likes to see the victory and the tough things, obviously. I've seen them in my life, but I love the redemption stories. I love the the hard things where we go, we can do this. God told us we can do this. He is there. We have the Holy Spirit. We've got this. Um, Just last week, I was just, I guess, renewed, refreshed. I went to a deeper still luncheon. Um, Deeper still is a ministry to post-abortive men and women. Um, They're 
their mission is to bring healing and lasting freedom to men and women with abortion wounded hearts. So I went to this luncheon and a woman from my church shared her story and to know this woman before she went to this deeper still retreat um, and to hear her tell her story. Um, oh my goodness. She's a totally different person. She has complete freedom. She has a joy and a smile and a voice like, like she never had before. She is truly free and like, and just holds nothing back. Goodness, like just pours out all over everyone. And so I love those stories because that is the church. You know, that is Jesus. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life. And I love to see those stories where we just see that. We just see that in their lives. So good. That's so good. And the possibility through Jesus Christ is for every one of us to have that life of victory, that story of victory, the blood of Jesus applied to our life, Mm -hmm. the process of sanctification being worked out in and through our life, knowing that one day we're going to see him face to face. And so thank you so much, Shannon, for joining (laughs) us. Thank you for sharing your story and really challenging us. I'm challenged. I'm inspired after talking to you to really just look at my life and to ask the deep question, Lord, where do I need transformation? Where do I need change? Where do I need to experience your victory? And so if you're listening to today, we want you to know that that is always a possibility in and through Jesus Christ. And we want to encourage you to get in the word of God, get connected with a local church, and then reach out to us here uh, at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention uh, through the Inspire on the Go podcast. We can help you. We can help you get connected with a local church. Um, We have network leaders across the state of Arkansas who would love to just pray with you, to walk with you, to encourage you. And then also we have our Inspire Women's Conference coming up in September where we gather together as Arkansas Baptist women to celebrate Jesus and everybody is invited to that. This year we're going to be talking about hope and I'm so thankful that hope is ours in and through Jesus and that's what Shannon has been talking about. A hope that is real and a hope that changes the direction of our lives. And so connect with us here. You can also connect with Shannon. You're on social media. Uh, They can also connect with you through Rock Creek through the website there. Um, would that be okay if, if people reach out to you and, and, you know, if they have a question or somehow want to comment? Yeah and, yeah, and get connected, yes. especially if they're here in central Arkansas. You have an incredible ministry to women through Bible studies. And then your conference that you um, referred to earlier, your Fresh Grounded Faith, I know you do that on a yearly basis. And so there's always an opportunity for women to get involved. We want you to know you're not alone. And so, Shannon, thank you for sharing your story. And thank you for um, just the vulnerability to just lay it out there and to say, you know, there's so much value in being real. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Thank you so much, Andrea. I love you, friend. Love you. Thanks for listening. I hope today's episode helps you embrace the full, free, abundant life that God provides. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to Inspire on the Go. If you would like more encouragement to help you grow in your faith, visit my website at andrealennonministry.org. Come back next time and enjoy another episode of Inspire on the Go.